you have just entered into God's Diamond Network. This is a podcast that is used for helping God's people find the diamond in themselves and the diamond in your situation. Welcome to God's Diamond in the Rough podcast. They are your hosts, Catherine and Michael. Let's join them in the studio now. Hello, hello, everybody. Hello again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One more time. Welcome, welcome, welcome. God's Diamonds in the Rough, the podcast. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us one more time. Amen. How are you doing, honey? I'm doing wonderful. Amen. I am great. I am excited about uh, this last uh, episode in the Season two, amen. Excited for season three, hallelujah. So, uh, we ain't gonna waste a whole lot of time because it seems like our time just flies by just like that with a snap of a finger. So, we're gonna ask Michael to go ahead and pray. Let's pray, dear Heavenly Father. We just come to you once again to say thank you, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Beg you forgiveness for anything you might have said that I thought that's not pleasing your sight. That you'll grace you forgive us and cast back in the picture of hell where it came from. We pray in the name of Jesus that anybody that does not know you as the Lord and Savior would simply cry out to you, what must I do to be saved? These things and all things we ask all in Jesus' name. We say thank you and we say amen, amen, and amen. Amen. So, okay, so let's see. <clears throat> We're finishing up. Um... Verse, no, Second Timothy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Second Timothy, verse 7. The last part of the verse. You want to read the verse again? But God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Sound mind. So today we're talking about uh, a sound mind. The fact that, again, he has not given us the spirit of fear, but he's given us enough uh, spirit that we can follow a sound mind. Amen. We can be led with or by a sound mind. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have explained it. We've dug into it. Amen. In regard to fear and the spirit of fear. And so, again, we're going to focus on these two words, a sound mind. Mm-hmm. Amen. What's your thought, honey, when you think about sound mind? A made up mind. Made up mind, yeah, amen. I when I think sound, I think uh, not, 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 not. Uh, I would, mm-hmm. I would say, an ordered mind, mm-hmm. amen. Like you say, a mind, made up mind. That's what we think about when we think about logically uh, a sound mind. And, and here, you we all ought to ask the question do we have a sound mind? And then, you know, if we don't know what that really means. And we, of course, y'all know we got to do it. I look up the word sound and um, y'all know what the devil is a liar every time. Y'all excuse me. Gosh. (laughs) Every time. Here we go. Let me turn the sound off my phone, y'all. So that don't happen again. Hope it's nobody important, Jesus. All right, so don't laugh at me. Michael's laughing at me, y'all. 
Don't y'all laugh at me either. Ain't funny. Uh, All right. Um, so when we look at this, look at sound, let's just look at the first word. We know what the mind is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we look at sound, what stands out to you? I see quite a few things that standing out <laughs> to me. We got quite a few um, definitions for sound. Definitely an adjective. Um, sound can mean so much. It can mean so much. Mm-hmm. We typically associate sound with noise. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, but in this context, I like number one. You want to read it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Entire, unbroken, broken, not shaky, slit or defective, as sound timber. So it just means solid, mm-hmm. man. Solid, an entire, unbroken. We also see a whole. We see perfect. We see uh, not bruised. We see uh, not carious, uh, unhurt, unmutilated, healthy, founded in truth, firm, strong, valid, solid, that cannot be overthrown or refuted. A sound reasoning, a sound argument, a sound objection, sound doctrine, sound principles. We're going with verse with number eight because that's that's really the way that God wants us to look at His Word, Amen. And because if you are um, partaker of the fruit of Jesus, then you have access to a sound mind. You don't have to be wavered in your mind if you're standing on truth. Amen. If you're standing in truth, you don't have to worry about the ground falling under when you uh when your when that sound mind is I want to say tested and tried. Amen. What's your thought, honey? And you know, when I when I look at that 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 firm foundation, yeah. one other word is stuck out. To me was undecayed mm-hmm. means not not rotten mm-hmm. because you know we if we sit sand on say a floor in a house and that's what be a, a firm strong foundation mm-hmm. and your wood start rotting that means that wood is falling apart mm-hmm. and he's saying that that sound mind has not has has got to not be falling apart. Right. Right. I mean, it, it just really, it tells a tale, you know, it's mind over matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, look, as a man thinketh, so is he. Mm-hmm. If you think that you're weak, you're probably going to act weak. You're probably going to move with a weak mind. But if you believe that you are strong and that you're smart, that you're capable, that you're adequate, then you're going to be able to start something and finish it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, because he did not give us a spirit of fear, he says, but of power, but of love and of sound mind, that means that you have it. You have access to it. Doesn't mean accessing it is going to be easy. Doesn't going to mean that, you know, it, it, it it's going to be something that at first seems even tangible. But he said, you have me. Timothy says, if you have Jesus, then you have everything you need. You have everything you need to get what belongs to you. 
You don't have to walk around with a defeated mindset. You are a diamond, baby. You are a diamond. And if you understand and know your virtue, your value, you can accomplish anything that you put your hands on. You can do anything you put your mind to doing it. You have a sound mind. And even if somebody that made you uh, feel like you're less than you are, then you speak to that. You tell that devil you're a lie. Amen. And you educate yourself. Come on, somebody. Do what is necessary. Hallelujah. To to eat, to be able to live with a sound mind. Amen. What's your thought? I see your finger. You telling me, hold on. When I look at that, um, there's two scriptures that popped in my mind. One is in Romans 1. Mm-hmm. That basically says, being not ashamed of the gospel. You got to have your mind made up that no matter who tries to come at you, whether it be a non-believer or even a better way to say an antichrist, come at you. You gonna you you're not going. Your way is not going to try to fit the mold just because they're around you. No matter what comes in your path, your 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 faith is not going to waver. Mm-hmm. And then the second scripture that pops in my mind is the one in Romans also, mm-hmm. Romans twelve. Mm-hmm. But it it gets deeper because we we look we always look at that scripture Romans twelve two and three. Mm-hmm. But if you look back at verse one, it says. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And that body part, where it says your body, is your mind part of your body? Stay with us. We'll be right back. What is God's Diamond Network? This network stems from the ministry of Exposed Life Change Ministry. There are teachings with Learn to Live in Truth, preaching, and so much more. A diamond shines in the light. All colors with clarity and uniqueness. This is an open invitation to you. You can support our brand here with a gift of any amount. Every cent goes back into the ministry and brand. Now, back to the podcast. But he says, and this is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Verse 3 says, For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according to as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. See, that process, you just can't have one part of your body focused on what you're doing, but you got to have the entire thing. That's just almost like having the whole armor of God on. 
Mm-hmm. You, you can't, can't put, put on one, one thing and, and think you're going to walk into a battlefield and, and come out unscathed. All right, now. So you got to have everything in line and in order according to the way God has given to us. Mm-hmm. Come on. So, you know, you just can't take off your mind and put it on the back burner and think you're going to do everyday tasks without your mind. That's right. If, if you, you put, put your, your mind on the back burner and you go out here and drive a car, are you going to operate that car in a safe and sane manner that you would when you have your mind? So it all got to work together. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm. That's right. What was that first scripture you gave? Romans what? Romans 1 and 16. Romans all. Be not ashamed. Mm-hmm. Romans 1 16. Amen. These two foundational passages or single scriptures amen and I have another scripture amen that speaks to everything you just said and it comes out of 1st Peter uh, chapter 1 and it's just like it's one of those things again you got to make up your mind which way you're gonna go amen you cannot say look you, you know, look your language makes your language matters it does your language matters. What you're saying uh, is attached to how you think. And, you know, you you can't... You, look, your, look, your actions... Look, if, if your actions are not in the line with your words, then it's just lip service. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, going through, the, going through the motions of life. But he said, I gave you a sound mind. I gave you a mind that that is equipped... With truth. But the only way that you can access that truth is if you are living in truth. Amen. That's the only way that you're really truly going to be able to operate in the fullness of God. That's the only way. Amen. Look, the world can't tell you how to operate in God. Only God can. Amen. Amen. And so therefore you need your word. You need the word. The word is necessary for where and for what God is asking of you. You look, you you might want to see God without him. You you, you might think going to church is enough. You might think, you know, uh doing all of the right things, doing a whole bunch of good things is enough. But it's not enough. You can do all of those things without his word. But you won't be effective in it without his word. Because Jesus, God the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, they're one. Can't have one without the other. And the only way that you really can achieve, again, the fullness of the Godhead is to be in the Godhead. Amen? People, look, you got to stop trying to do this without him. You have to spend time in this word to be effective the way that God wants you to. If you want to be used by God, you get into his word and he's going to show you. He's going to teach you. Amen. Now, when we get back to this, 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 this scripture that God showed me, he says in the first in first Peter, beginning at the third verse, he said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus. He said, Christ, our Lord Jesus Christ, he says, which according to his abundant mercy 
hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So he says, you know, you are who you are because of Jesus, because he died and he resurrected. He said, to an inherent, incorruptible, and undefiled, and that faded not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. So he says, you are who you are. You're kept because of the power of God, because of your faith, that your salvation is enough. Amen. Look, his promise does not change based on how you behave. Amen. That's what, see, see, the enemy likes to invade your mind. And make you doubt what God has told you. That's what happened with Adam and Eve. That's how they fell from the grace of God. But they really didn't fall from grace. Because even in uh, their disobedience, he still covered them. Amen. Satan likes to get into your mind. He likes to get into your mind. Because if he can get into your mind and you let him stay, give him a room in your mind, then he will get into your heart. And begin to make you question what God has spoken to you. I'm talking about those who are professing Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus has freed you. Don't go back into bondage. Hallelujah. He says in verse 6, he says, Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season. He says, It need be ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. He said, "You, What you're experiencing right now it's a part of it's a part of something that later on you will rejoice. Amen. Do you hear me? Later on you're going to rejoice even though it's difficult right here in the moment. Right now it might be, you know, it, it's like navigating through bushes and trees and you might be in the darkness and you don't know where the light is on the other side. But he says here in the text of 6 he says, "Wherein ye greatly Rejoice. At some point, you're going to get to the place where you can rejoice after you've made it through, not over, not past, not around, but through the heaviness that comes with and along with temptation. He says in seven that the trial of your faith, you have to know that this is just a trial and that he would never leave you nor forsake you. He said he won't do that. He will not leave us. He says, being more, much more precious than of gold that perisheth through it, though it be tried with fire. Because with gold, gold has to be purified. All of the imperfections have to be melted away so you can get the value of the gold. He says, the trying of your faith is even more precious than that. Hallelujah. He says that it might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Your faith and how much faith you put in Christ. He says that will be celebrated when you see Jesus. Come on, somebody. So don't you forsake all that you've been through. Your story, it means something to somebody that's watching. It means something to God that you trust him. He says in verse 8, whom having not seen, ye love. He said, your faith is a signal 
to God. Like we have Wi-Fi. When our phones catch the signal, then our phone is able to operate. When God catches a signal that you love him unconditionally and you abide in him, what does he say? Abide in you. He's going to abide in you. Hallelujah. He says, though now ye see him not, yet believing. You don't see him, but you still believe. He says, ye rejoice with joy. He says, unspeakable and full of glory. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. He says, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and seek diligently who prophesy of the grace that should come unto you. He says, look, I gave you the scriptures. I gave you all of the prophets and the, and the, the minor and the major. He said, I gave you the Old Testament. I gave you the New Testament. I gave you uh, uh, my sons like uh, Matthew, and, who was Matthew and Luke and, and John. He said, I gave you all of these people that wrote of me to encourage you, to keep you on this journey. Because we all have highs and lows. But he said, I did not give you the spirit of fear. I did not make you to be captive. We're not victims. We are victorious. Come on, somebody. We are not. And you know, something you said earlier, and, and I was trying to get into it when you said it. But just going back a little bit, what you said, you know, how Adam and Eve was deceived by Satan. And see, he got into their mind of what they should do. And see, there's a scripture that says, and I don't know if it's a scripture or a saying, but it basically says, don't be so spiritually that you know earthly good. See, how did Satan fall? He thought that he was bigger than God himself. So therefore, he has that, 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 that task and that 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 trick that he can get into your mind saying, hey, you're bigger than this, you're bigger than that. And that will make you fall. So that's why you got to have your mind in the right place. That's right. That's right. Next time, just tap me on the shoulder. You know how I can get. I know. <laughs> you be gone. Yeah, absolutely. Next time, just say, honey, just, just, just hold on. Just throw that finger up or something to stop me, amen. Because, you know, once I get going, I get I, I don't know how to stop, amen. Mm. Hallelujah. But look, okay, so look at 11. Keep that in mind, everything that you heard. Look, hold on, we're almost done. Look at 11. He says, in, 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 and in regard to the, the prophets and everybody that we see, who writes about who Christ is and 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 things that go on in the king with the kings and the lands and all of that? He says in verse eleven, he says, "Searching what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify." He said, "When it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow." He says, in essence, he says, "You know, we have all of this, but what are you looking for?" He said, what are you looking for that would make you, um, I want to say, change your mind? What are you looking for? And, it, you, know, I, you know, even when I sit here and I think about that, you know, people, 
they have a tendency to try to highlight certain things in the word and kind of uh they take the light off of certain things and highlight other things when all of it comes from god and it becomes it's like you know when you really think about it logically what are you looking for what are you trying to prove mm-hmm. you know what i mean why 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 would you delight or you know take the light off of certain things and highlight certain things when all of it's important all of it what whose mind are you trying to change if we're all brothers and sisters in christ and we truly love jesus and we truly believe in the death and the resurrection of him why are we fighting against each other why aren't we helping each other and i believe that this is the essence of heaven look at it honey he says searching what well, what matter of time the spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify? What What are you looking for? He says, when it testified, all it did was testify beforehand, talking about the Old Testament, the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. That Because that's what they did. Isaiah, Jeremiah, they all, they testified to what Jesus would do. And when he came, what would happen? He says, and so it becomes, why would you, why would you uh, put that to the side like it doesn't matter? Okay, look at 12. He says, he says, unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves, but unto us, they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you. With the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven, which things the angels desire to look into. He says, look, he said, all of these things have been, have been shown to us on purpose. Okay, look, we cannot dismiss one thing over the other. Amen. Don't dismiss your pain. Don't dismiss all of the trials and the tribulations, the things that you've been through in this life. Don't dismiss it. He says, rather... Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind. He says, regardless of what you're going through, he said, you tell your mind that he's for you. He says, be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Don't get caught up in materialism. Don't get caught up in the things of this world. Don't get caught up in what people think about you and all this, that, and the other. He says at the end of the day, you have to be getting ready for Jesus. What's your thought, honey? You know, <laughs> I was listening to everything you were saying and, and I was glancing down at my Bible. Imagine I'm still in Romans, and then I did Romans um twelve, but I look back at Romans eleven and eighteen through um twenty. Then I jumped over to another scripture, and, I, and I'm gonna say that in a minute. But Romans eleven eight eleven eighteen and twenty says this: mm-hmm. Boast not against the branches. But if thou boast, thou bearest not the root, but the root thee. Thou wilt say then, the branches were broken off that thou might be grafted in. 
Well, because of unbelief, they were broken off, and thou standest by faith, not be not high-minded, but fear. Mm-hmm. But verse, in verse um, Romans 12, verse 16, it says, Be of the same mind one towards another. Mm-hmm. Mind not high things, but condescended, to the of low estate. Mm-hmm. Be not wise in your own conceit. Absolutely. Recompense no man for evil. Mm-hmm. Provide things sight of all men. If it be possible, as much liveth in you, live peacefully to all men. See, we got to have that mindset. It's, it's a mindset that we have to have that one, one person does not get more attention than somebody else. You know, there's a scripture that I heard the other day that says, when we when we sit, go to church and and we see somebody dressed up in all these fancy clothes and these apparel, we tell them to sit right here. Hey, come on up front right here. And the ones that sit all that's all dirty and clothes full of holes and they don't look like the fit the part that where they supposed to be there, we tell them to put get to the back. See, we can't be doing that to people. When we do that to people, that one that might be clean and look apparel might be the enemy himself. But you having him sit up front and the angels, you pushing them to the back of the building. That's right. See, that's the mindset that we got to have. We got to have the mindset that, look, everybody gets treated the same. Because at the end of the day, God is not looking at what you have on. That's right. He is not looking at your shouting. Mm-hmm. He is not looking at how many times you can say hallelujah in front of everybody and to be the loudest. Because you can say so many hallelujahs, but your heart is not right. Mm-hmm. He's looking at your heart. That's right. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. So, y'all, our time is gone again. We we going on and on and on, um, but we are determined to keep it keep it short and keep it keep you coming back, Amen. So, um, that was our take on the sound mind. Make up your mind, Amen. Don't don't allow the the, the momentary situations and trials and tribulations make you uh, shake your faith. Don't 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 because he is faithful to you. He loved you before you knew you was you. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. And so, therefore, you put your faith, put your confidence in the Lord. Hallelujah. Michael's going to give his final thought in a second. I just want to share, amen, that season two, I mean, season three, excuse me, uh, will begin on May 5th. May 5th, May 5th, begins season three. Amen. And we on the jump. <laughs> oh, y'all, I'm telling you, the Lord showed me. It's going to be good. I, I promise you. And I ain't, but look, I'm boasting on the Lord always. Amen. So May the 5th will be, then the begin season three, 20 episodes. Amen. So make sure that you're back with us. 
We thank you so much for those who just came into uh, the uh, Diamonds in the Rough family, those who are on the way. We pray for you. We love you. We thank you so much for being here week after week. Amen. Make sure you tell somebody else about the podcast. Amen. As we continue to go forth and learn who we are in him. Hallelujah. All right, Michael, go ahead. Give your thoughts, honey. Uh, this is Found Fault before I pray. Um, just another shout out to the background music uh, that we use on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. The Relaxed Movement 12 Hours of Royalty Free Music mm-hmm. entitled New Year's January Edition. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now once again and say thank you. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. We pray in the name of Jesus we will continue to just follow your leading in every way that you give us to understand. We pray in the name of Jesus we get into your word that it will continue to open our minds and transform our minds into the things who and what you have called us to be. We pray in the name of Jesus for anyone that does not know you as the Lord and Savior would just simply cry out to you, what must I do to be saved? Mm-hmm. So they can be partakers of your love. Mm-hmm. We pray in the name of Jesus as you share your love to us, we can share your love to others. We ask this all in Jesus' name. We say thank you and we say amen, amen, and amen. Amen. And remember, until next time, you are a diamond in the rough. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Please sow into the ministry by clicking the support the show link. Until the next episode, may the blessings and the prosperity of the Lord follow you. And remember, you are a diamond in the rough.